Hey, it's a podcast here on HiccupPresents.com and iTunes. Is that good? That's a sentence. That's, that's a good. That's good. We're that also on SoundCloud. Don't forget that. Oh yes, and we're on. Well, we're going through SoundCloud to the iTunes. Oh, I see. And we're going to HiccupPresents.com through YouTube. We are. Truly, we are. We are truly onion skinning this thing. We're going through as many layers as we can. <laughs> yes, and you want to know what's next? We're going to be streaming it to Vimeo, and then sharing it to YouTube, and then Facebook, yes. and then to the SoundClouds. All right. If you guys good. don't know, my name is Michael White. I am kind of the head honcho here. And this is Wyatt White. My brother, he does a lot of the tech stuff behind the scenes of the website. He has no involvement with the videos yet, other than Mostly, this. yes. Um, so, hi, I'm Wyatt. I uh, do the tech and writing stuff for the site, and I make video games in my spare time. I'm also wearing a, uh, a a light V-neck shirt that says Reflex on it. It's a very good game. Where and oh, I am so. wearing a light crew neck shirt. Did you just smell your shirt? That's not. No, I'm just like, is this a crew neck uh -huh. or is this mm -hmm. a regular? No. And then yeah, no. that says staff hard. because technically I'm on call right now. So if something <laughs> goes wrong, I will be dashing out of this and why it will be monologuing. Oh, yeah, well, I forgot to awful. press the start button. There we go. We're keeping track of time. We're going to try to keep this under an hour for you guys. So. Well, I mean, right about an hour. So, so um, yeah, we've we've made a couple improvements this last uh, over this last iteration. What? Um, right now, well, okay, this iteration of the podcast will have made improvements over the last iteration because we have a small list of talking points to keep us on on track. So, for those of so, you keeping track at home, this is about as organized as Hiccup presents the news. We really just have a vague plan that we'll go over, but yes, that's sort of we all know that's not going to last very long, Wyatt. It's it's really not. I'm just hoping <laughs> to get some uh, some things to remember. So cool. So anyway, uh, Let me anything you want to start off with? Intro, blah 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 stuff. Oh wait, we already did that. Okay, <laughs> so best game of the week. Um, I don't know. I'm not going to say best game of the week. First, well, first run over what you've been playing this week. Oh, what have I been playing this week? All right. Um, I started playing Deus Ex Human Revolution. Okay. That's a good kind one. of uh, kind of disappointed with it. It's a little clunky as far as like trying to tell you where to go. And by right. trying to tell you where to go, I mean they suck at telling you where to go. Yeah. Um I've been playing a lot of the free games on Steam. Okay. Just because I've kinda of gotten bored of the collection of games I have. Like what? Uh I started playing Card Hunter, which is interesting. It's like a D&D turn-based strategy game, except, well, it's not like real D&D, it's like a parody oh. of D&D, it's a tabletop game, and it's kind of, it's actually kind of fun, I'm interested to try multiplayer, and I think if it's good, I'll try playing against other people. It's turn-based strategy, is that like turn-based strategy, like, uh, like grand strategy, or is it like, like, instanced, uh... It's instanced. So it's like, sort of an XCOM-y... Kind of, yeah. And you use okay. cards, though. You use cards to move. And there's a whole card-playing mechanic on top of that. And then there's a loot system that's kind of more of a... It's like three games in one. It's pretty good. Okay. I, cool. I enjoy it. And um, I've been trying to play Arma with a Xbox controller. Just because I'm a glun for punishment. So yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I, might, I might do a Let's Play on that. Because that could be really funny. Two or three? Three. Three. Arma okay, 3. Awesome. I haven't played Arma 2 in a while. Yeah, I'll need to pick up 3 at some point. It's pretty good. It's just a friggin' ridiculous game. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Um, so, is that it? Oh, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it for me as far as games. 
Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, your uh, card hunters segues really nicely into something I've been playing this last week called Hard West. Have you heard of that at all? No, I haven't. What's up? First What's of all, it would make a fantastic no- name for a porno. Um, Hard <laughs> West is just just right. Um, but uh, I guess the just elevator pitch right. of it would be you take uh, XCOM, set it in the West, and um, twist that West with a little bit of uh, weird West stuff. So it's not just, you know, cowboys slinging their guns and cap and hose, um, you know, and prostitutes and stuff. It's uh, uh, like your father in the first act of the game, your father sold, sells his soul to the devil for a trinket. You, like, are looking for gold. The trinket breaks, and so you get bad luck, so you get driven out of this town. You have to hunt down this masked man who ordered you to get killed. And then your wife and you are killed. And then you come back to life and massacre a town, and there's like weird magical stuff and charms. It, it's it's cool. Um, what kind of game is this? Is this a dungeon crawler no, so style, it's, it's, or it's like an XCOM style thing? Um, ah. So you basically run around this overworld doing your thing. Um, let like a click on the interface. Your guy moves there, click there. You know. Okay. Yeah. Buying stuff. Yeah. And then when you have to fight, you get dropped in this little grid based thing. It's it's pretty okay. Holy crap, yeah. This looks There's some interesting. Huge, yeah, it, it's pretty okay. Um, there's some huge design flaws, and the way the campaign is set up is not great for the kind of game it is, because it it's, breaks up your progress. So you go through one area, you'll beat the that, that area's story, and then it'll say, okay, you've reset your progress to zero, and you move on to the next area. So all your character traits, all your you know gear you built up, wiped out. Every, every uh-huh. area. Which means I got to the end of the third area and went... I'm fine. I'll just not, and I didn't. So, <laughs> I I have it pulled up right now on Steam. And I'm taking a look at, it, and the only thing that's like really jumping at me, besides like the striking, like almost, it kind of looks like a top-down Resident Evil as far as art style, like Resident Evil Four style, mm-hmm. like the really atmospheric, shadowy lighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I'm looking at the developers, and I'm just seeing the publisher, which is Gambitious digital entertainment i'm just like if childish gambino ever started a video game company holy crap he already got gypped on the name (laughs) (laughs) he already got gypped on Um, the game gambitious yeah that'd be good um but anyway um i've been playing other things too yes sorry um (laughs) what else have i been playing i've been playing a soul sacrifice on the ps vita it's uh like an action rpg kind of thing uh sort of dungeon no sorry not dungeon crawler um a little bit like yeah, like a hack and slash, a little bit like Monster Hunter. Oh, with oops. more of a gothic sensibility about it. It's interesting. It's not amazing. It's not awful. It's, it's fun. Um, other than that, uh, Vlambeer, Nuclear Throne, always fantastic. Came out yes. on PS Vita recently. PS Vita port is passable. Um, though the top down aiming does not work well with the low health meters um, yeah. on a mobile platform. Um, and the last thing I've been playing, which is. One of my favorite games, though it is not very, it's not really great, um, is Section 8 Prejudice, the sequel to Section 8, the, quite honestly, pretty awful game that I still love. Um, so I recently um, hacked hacked enough of the game to uh, get the DLC to work, which adds um, two or three new maps, as well as some new weapons and stuff, and it's yeah. fantastic, although no one plays it, so, you know. Anyway, so... Um, that's that. That's what I've been playing. Uh, so your your top thing you've been playing this week. What do you what do you think about the things you've been playing? What is the favorite? The favorite I've been playing this week. Um, oh, 
crap. Because I don't have my hard drive, I can't see what I have installed, so I can't really ponder it that way. Um, for me, I really... Some of the, <laughs> some of the recent DLC for uh, Rock Band 4 has kind of been grabbing my attention. Okay. It's been a lot more pop songs the last few weeks, but like, there's something about... What was the last song I downloaded? The last song I downloaded was uh, Can't Feel My Face by The Weeknd. It's so it's so it's so basic. It's such a basic song on drums. I got a full combo the first try I played of it. Wow. But it's just like there's something so like chill about that groove. But if we're going to say just straight up a game, uh -huh. um, actually I have some rock band news later. Okay. But um, as far as straight up just playing the game, I've been really getting into which was it? I have too many. I'm gonna have to say Worms. Armageddon. Or uh, I've been playing Worms Clan Wars, which is the last game in the series. Is it free to play? No, it's an online one, and I think I have an extra copy that I could send you. Clan Wars. Yeah. Can you get like a, can you get like a clansman hat to put on your guy? <laughs> well, this it's is the first thing I thought. Here's of. Here's the thing: it supports Steam Workshop. Ooh, so, so I can make a clansman hat. <laughs> God, Wyatt. As long as it's like the CCC or something. The uh, CCC. Oh, why did I say CC? I meant WWW, like uh, the worm. I don't know what you'd make. The that Worms into, World something. Worms World Internet. But that doesn't work. The World Wide Web. The Worms Wide Web. <laughs> there you go. That'll work. But um, yeah, that game has. There's something about the uh, the gameplay for the single player campaign has changed a lot. It's not timer based. So it's a lot more you make a move and then they have a timer on them, but they ha are trying to like build this whole story about a magical artifact that the concrete donkey used to bring the worm's world into existence mm -hmm. and that there's a rogue worm trying to go after this. It sounds like a cheesy spy movie, but then you start yeah. blowing people up in the uh, you start blowing worms up in the classical worms fashion and you right. kind of forget about how crappy the story or how badly <laughs> ripped off the storyline is but they inject a lot of that really dark like that mm -hmm. kind of dark humor into it so it's really good yeah. it plays well um weaponry wise it does have a good variety throughout the entire franchise honestly it's not the best game i've played ever but as far as this week it's the best i'm playing this week right and it's not like you're playing that for uh for the story anyway so just kind of, you know. The other one I've been playing that's great, uh, Trials, uh, is it Trials Fusion? I think it's Trials Fusion. It's the bike one, right? Yeah, it's the bike one, but not playing it for the single player. Single player is pretty typical. Mm -hmm. When you get into multiplayer and you have four friends trying to piggyback off each other, trying to help <laughs> get through the levels rather than race each other, mm -hmm. it gets pretty funny. So I think that's definitely one of the ones that we'll be seeing here in the next few months for Let's Plays. Huh. Okay. Interesting. Um, so, yeah. On to... Oh, I gotta say what my favorite thing was. Um, hey, you already said. <laughs> did I say? I think you did. Hard West? Oh. No. That's oh. not my favorite. Oh. Go. Go with Section it. Section 8 Prejudice, man. Oh, God, no. Let's not talk about that. No, we definitely need to talk about that because it's awesome. Okay. Um, it's not actually awesome. It, it's okay. But it's the perfect fusion of Halo and Tribes, which a little splash of Battlefield in there, and it makes me... Ah, that's, that's everything I love. Um, so, uh, <clears throat> well, almost everything. So, 
Speaking of tribes, you said you Speaking had some tribes. news about tribes oh. ascend from our good friends at High Res Studios. High Res Studios. Um, yeah. So how much do you know actually about High Res Studios? I know High Res put out Smite, which is quickly <laughs> gaining popularity in the competitive scene. But the issue with them apparently is that High Res likes to work on a game for a while and then drop it because they're they're um so yeah that was the thing like they um they like global agenda tribes. was the one the big one that everyone got angry about what's that global what? agenda it was yeah. a spy game they had before tribes and then they right. dropped it to work on smite and apparently that's not the first time they've done something like that so yeah and uh and that seems to be a running thing with them um though they did they have um a new update that came out i believe this last week called out of the blue update um they removed a, you know, a big, uh, big swath of the character classes, a lot of weapons. Um, they refunded a lot of people um, their money for buying weapons, um, because so that the, one of the head designers had said that they, they started out, it started out as a passion project that they wanted to do because they loved tribes and they wanted to update it and make it a, a good new game. Um, but eventually, you know, people love getting new weapons, getting new skins, getting new armors, new classes, so they added in junk that wasn't needed. Um, before you know, eventually abandoning it, I believe in late 2013 was the last updates. Um, yeah, but basically they said they they're, they want to recommit now that they have a big staff and Smite's you know successful, they can reallocate to to other things, and they want to huh. bring back tribes, um, redesigning it, bringing it back to a little more of a classic sensibility about their uh, their shooting, a little more like the you know the tribes that people like. I don't know if people like Ascend, but. I didn't pick it up. I played. I had played Ascend before, back in like 2012. Right, and I do vaguely remember that. Um, and it was it was really good. I enjoyed playing it. It was um, a little bit of getting used to, just because Tribes is such a high speed shooter. Right. But and playing on PC feels like heaven. Mm -hmm. And it probably is. I've played Tribes too, still to this day, and it's still great. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, anyway, um, if anyone wants to get back into Tribes Ascend, uh, now is a good time to do it. Um, they've promised, they've, I've seen um, emails going out and Twitter stuff um, about what people like, what people don't like about the new updates, you know, all that kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, to me, I, I, uh, we have long history of Tribes. I remember, I know you remember uh, PlayStation 2, <laughs> uh, Tribes. Tribes. Aerial Assault. Aerial Assault, yeah. It God, was, uh, that game, know. we put so many hours into yeah. that. <laughs> My gosh. Uh, console port kind of re-release of Tribes 2 on PS2. God, uh, that game was great. Yeah. Um, but uh, like I've got long history with it, and I'm happy that, that uh, the new one is going to be, you know, good. So. Oh, and speaking of PS2, we're just going to keep chaining these segues together. So... <laughs> Um, I don't know the exact details. Let me just look up on Facebook. First off, I did just add, uh, I just added Tribes Ascend to my download queue. Okay. Uh, currently, actually, wait. Is it already happened? What's that? One second. Okay. Sony well. has snuck in backwards compatibility for... Um, Ooh, PS2 nice. games. Yeah, so as I understand, that is a it's virtual a, console style. Yeah, uh, not so... Not necessarily straight, you know, putting your game and 
because they can make money off selling your games again. Yeah, but it's exciting that we're going to get to play some classics that we haven't seen since then. Since like they re-released the new ba- our Battlefront with internet capabilities now, the old really? ones. Battlefront yeah. one or two? Two. I've, I know two. I don't know about Battlefront 1. Okay. But, like, we're at this point where all these games that we enjoy that had multiplayer that we no longer have access to mm-hmm. are able to come back. Like, the fact... Like, that's happening everywhere. Like, Steam has been picking up games left and right since the uh, GameSpy collapse. Yeah, that's true. So, and, I'm kind uh, of... Ex- and, yeah. I, I wonder have- how much of that is... Um- Oh. Is, is that the the newest releases of those games just kind of cock everything up? Like, I mean, the newest Battlefront, as great as some people like it, you know, I, I understand that you like it. Um, yeah. yeah. It's... Uh, sorry, go, why, why, oh. why don't you? It doesn't... For me, it doesn't have the meat to sustain if you're not a competitive Call of Duty-style player. The mm-hmm. constant right. grinding to unlock stuff, while you do have the a legendary, like, planets, they're there aren't enough levels. Okay. Really? Yeah, there aren't enough levels to be able to hold my attention long enough. There's not enough... You end up seeing the same missions every game. Right, right. And there's like four or five levels. Granted, they're great levels. Like, you have high ground, low ground. The Hoth Mm. level kind of sucks. The Hoth level for smaller combatant groups kind of sucks ass, but... Okay. The other levels seem to be very well built, very entertaining, but the grind that you need to do to get the weapons, I remember when you could sit down and if you got six kills during the course of a mission, you unlocked a class and then like at ten right. kills you unlocked something, but that would be over the course of a match where you're an overpowered god. Mm-hmm. Compared okay. to what they have, where there are less enemies on the field, but all of them are controlled by computers. They've taken what used to kind of be a great, like, feeling that huge warfare thing. Right, yeah. And turned it into this... It doesn't have that same feel, which is something that I kind of experienced as I played more and more. But okay, that's my yeah, issue with it. Yeah, and that's similar to what I've been hearing. Um, from all the people that I've talked to about it, this the general feeling seems to be either, oh my god, it's beautiful, it's Star Wars, and I want to play it all the time. Not not to make fun of that or anything, but like that's that's one view. The other view that I've seen from more uh, um, critical, I guess, would be the right word, um, players, is that it's generally just kind of shallow. Like it's not, like there's no voice chat, right? There's no text chat. No, no, no. It's just it, run. You're, yeah, you're a guy, you shoot people, then you get shot. And then you're a guy, and you shoot other people, and you get shot. And um, the lack of a feeling of real progression, like who wins and who loses, from what I hear, is um, what I've been told is just kind of a, a thing. It just happens, you know? Somebody loses, at some point somebody wins. And you don't really care, there's no investment in the greater struggle. Yeah, like, I'm like here's the thing. So you have the old games, like... Um... You have... We're going to go with Battlefront 2. Okay. Because Battlefront 2 had some great options for uh, how to get invested in it through the um, Galactic Conquest mode. Yeah, that's a good point. And I know me and you would sit there and duke it out for hours. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, like, five or six times in a row on the same map. 
Right. Because we wanted to planet. Yeah, we wanted to push our objectives further. Where right. currently the battlefront that we know and are having mixed opinions on is having those issues, which is really it's cool that it's a thing. It's bad that's an issue right now and it drives me mm. insane. And the fact that EA straight up said no voice chat is kind of crap. And I, I guess I can see where they're coming from at one angle of every single shooter that has voice chat is inevitably filled with screaming idiots yelling about, you know, their dicks and MLG Pro and, you know, anti-Semitic, anti-homophobic, you know, racial, whatever, um, junk. And I get, I get we're not wanting that, but at the same time, discouraging any real communication, any real, you know, uh, cooperation between players is a bigger issue than you know somebody calling you a name online yeah all right think at least um give me one second i'll be right back i gotta step away for a second well uh while it's just me and uh no one else can be here to interrupt me rant uh, i'm gonna rant i'm gonna rant the rant out of this rant um so uh that brings me to a similar thing um so the lack of from what I understand, the lack of a uh, battlefront feeling like it's going anywhere would be an issue. But I don't want to talk about that right now because I just realized that I don't care that much about battlefront anymore. So uh, why don't I talk about something I do care a little bit about? I just set up this brand new thing. Um, people listening, we're gonna cut this out so you won't hear any of this. So we'll cut here. But uh, people watching, um, there's a. There's a thing. Look, I got like a little rose, and there's a spooky mask, and like this dude with a bloody hand, and there's a ram that I put on the wall, and there's the Nightfield Dog Park, and there's a Muse poster, and over here's a Firefly poster, and if you look <laughs> a little bit to the left here, I got Green Lantern, Alien, or sorry, Sigourney Weaver, and uh, Malcolm Reynolds from Firefly. Um, and if you look, you can't see it, but over here on this wall, I have uh, I got a wreath here with some like uh, classic video game stuff. Got a candle burning over there. I got a TV. I got an Ouya here. Um, I know. You thought they only existed in Legends. I got one. I got the controller right here. It's half a piece of junk, half awesome. Oh, Molly, how's it going? Hi. <laughs> hey, Wyatt, when I said rant... Oh, he said hi, Molly. When I said, I said rant, I mean don't give a tour that cuts out half the people listening. And by well, half no, the I... people listening, I think we get one download on the podcast and one view on YouTube. So see, you see, <laughs> the thing is, is I made a note. I said, if people listen to this, you'll hear a cut here, and I give it a pause so you can cut there. You... Oh, okay. Well, we're going to leave it in because oh, you sounded man. derpy the whole time. Okay, so that's that's good. Um, I was going to talk about the sense of progression in uh, – Battlefront, Battlefront, yeah. As opposed to Section 8 Prejudiced, my, my baby game that I love so much. Is she making fun of me? No, she's like, I can hear the cell phone. Or I can hear the, uh... I could hear him. Oh, stuff. yeah. I, I, I can hear you, too. I, I hear because you're talking. Yes. I don't know. I got a microphone right Quiet, here. Quiet, shut up. <laughs> just, just get back to the topic. Battlefront, we're talking about... The yeah, lack of progression and the general shallowness. I believe we were talking about how badass Galactic Conquest mode was. Yeah, ba- Galactic Conquest was super badass. Um, Probably one of my favorite so, multiplayer experiences ever, really. I don't know about that. The The, the grand strategy of uh, Galactic Conquest was a little little thin, a little shallow, a oh, little... Okay. I mean, it was cool, but 
I don't know what you guys are doing. It's doing a little relationshipy thing. Oh, she's she was talking about wanting to make noodles. I want noodles. Can you make me noodles? I can't make you noodles because if I make you noodles, there won't be noodles for me. But you know what you can always make is uh, Nos the energy drink. Um, Why we're not sponsored by them? Please don't. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the moment where White gets his tongue stuck in the energy drink can. That was some good energy drink. <laughs> All right. But yeah, so general consensus, new Battlefront makes some really dumb choices, like not having voice chat mm -hmm. and not having any really sense of depth beyond the initial gameplay. Like, here's my thing. Have you heard of a mm -hmm. game called Heroes and Generals? Mm-hmm. I have. It's a crap... It's a first-person shooter World War II game for PC. That's pretty fun. It's free to play. But the issue with it is, or actually the best part about it is, not the issue, is that... Sorry. <laughs> I'm listening. No, I, I swear. Heroes and generals. Yeah, why well, I was making weird faces for those of you listening to the IO podcast. Um, so the thing with yours, or with uh, heroes and generals, is that you work across a bigger campaign map. Right. While you right. might not always see that bigger campaign map because playing as heroes is infinitely more fun as playing as generals. Uh -huh. Um, it's so much, it's so much more dynamic when you're like, all right, if we don't win here, we're going to have to fight here. And I hate fighting right. here. So we're doing this. And that's, that's an interesting thing that Battlefield or Battlefront, sorry, um, could have pulled off if they had the, the ambition to, though I, I assume they were more interested with getting a, a thing. <gasps> He's gone. I don't know what to do. I'm scared here. Anyway, um, so yeah, I, I imagine they could have done that if they wanted to. Dice are smart people. Well, I think they're smart people. They've been making some poor choices the last couple of years with games. I know they did the those two uh, alternately mediocre and totally god-awful uh, new Medal of Honor games. Um, which I was thinking recently. How, how do you get away with calling a game property after a military award? Like, how does that work? Like, isn't that kind of... If you make a really bad game and you call it Medal of Honor, isn't that kind of like deflame or defame the, uh, the, the badge? Or does that... Does no one care? Is well, first bad? off, it's a medal. Yeah. Second off, like, I think we've established, since the uh, SimCity debacle... That EA just doesn't care. That EA is a bunch of cash-grabbing monkeys. <laughs> but... Um, oh wait, no, that's Ubisoft. That's the game I'm oh, excited man. for. The game, no, no, EA is SimCity. I just remembered the game that I'm excited for is not EA. Okay, that's good. Like, that good. yeah, so, um, I really think that they, they pushed also for the high release speed of rock bands, which kind of destroyed the music game genre. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like EA, well, EA, I mean... all right, here's the thing, EA, mm -hmm. Um, and Activision both have the same issue. I was watching a documentary about this. Or not a documentary, it was a Watch Mojo Deconstructed where they like break down a list and they like say if they would change anything. Right. But um, EA and Activision both have the same problem. They love to drive their properties into the ground. It's milk true. them for every dollar it's worth and then say you're done. Well, and that makes sense if you look at the the background that the the executives of those companies come from. Most of them are from like shipped goods, uh, you know, 
making products. Um, which Why haven't I looked this up? Because I'm the business major, not you. Well, it's, <laughs> I, I, I uh, try and immerse myself into gaming everything huh. as far as development and production goes because... I mean, obviously, I, I make games. I hope to one day make them professionally, though we'll see how that turns out. Um, but yeah, like, like it makes sense when you think about it from a, they're Brock's products, they, you know, make a thing and sell that thing to as many people as you can. And it's different when you're making a piece of, you know, of entertainment, a piece of media, because it's less, when you're making like a thing that works, right? You make a, a mouse here. You make a mouse, and it works, and you say, hey, you guys, you need a mouse? Buy this mouse. It's better than those other mice. And there's not really, like, a saturation point, necessarily. I mean, I'm sure there is. You know business better than I do, but there's not a point where people are like, ugh, I'm so sick of hearing about seeing new mice come out every year. Like, you don't hear people say that, but you hear people say, you know, God, Call of Duty open. every year. Yeah, 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 Call of Duty coming out every year. Uh, <clears throat> and games that used to be, you know, games like Call of Duty games, like, uh... The one with the ninjas, but they're not ninjas, they're... Assassins? The white ninjas. Yeah, assassins. The white ninjas? <laughs> well, they, okay, not white, they're white, but uh, they wear white clothes. Some of them are white, half of them I don't are know, white. that was so funny. That was good. Well, I guess only the original one isn't white, and then the offshoot ones, right? Because... It wasn't? No. Uh, the one was Middle Eastern. The yeah, first one was white. Middle Eastern, the second one was in Italy? Yeah, which is third one was Native American. No, 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 no. He isn't. He, yeah, he was British. He's he's half, half and half. He, he was a privateer, and then the fourth one, he's white. Uh, what's the fifth one? The fifth one. The is, fifth uh, one, British, white. Yep. He's white. The sixth one. They haven't announced the sixth one. No, oh wait, no, no Unity, sixth, Unity, yeah. yeah, Unity was white. Sixth was white. And then Syndicate. They're on the sixth main yeah. entry in the franchise. Not to mention, uh, like, the Assassin's Creed Battle, is it Battle Cry? Battle something? Something Cry? There's, they're just wrapping Liberation, up. Liberation, you yeah, got, uh, Brotherhood. Freedom Cry. Freedom Cry, that's it. Yeah, Brotherhood. Um, as well as, like, like the couple mobile ones, as well as, uh, they're just wrapping up the 3-4-in-one, <coughs> the trilogy of, uh, like, side-scrolling 3D ones. Alright, we're, we're gonna go down this. We stumbled on this, <laughs> we stumbled on this pile of shit. Yeah. Um, so, we, Wyatt and I distinctly remember when Wyatt got his first laptop, that mm -hmm. he got Assassin's Creed, he got three main games, if I remember right. It was Halo Custom, or Halo Combat Evolved, oh, yeah. which then we mod to Custom Edition, which I really need to try to get Custom Edition again. That game was great. It's not as good as you remember it, man. <laughs> well, we'll we'll see. We play a lot of Halo here, so I'm kind of tired of the maps we have. Right. Um, we got... I don't know if it was when we got it, or eventually we got Borderlands. Mm -hmm. It might have been a little later, but it was still in that initial few games you had. Right. Um, we got... Well, actually, no, it was more than three. Like, in that first was, main period. But we got, like, Call of Duty 4. Yeah, I remember that one. Which was... We put so many hours into that. <laughs> yeah. I think I beat... I think one of us beat it with a trackpad eventually. Oh, yeah. I think, I I think that was you, yeah. Yeah. Um, and we got Assassin's Creed. And then Splinter <laughs> Cell, I think, was the last one. Yeah. We, we got, got, like, a budget game. game of Splinter Cells. Yeah. But Assassin's Creed... Like... We remember that would have been. I was in call. No, I wasn't. 
No, I was in high school. Mm-hmm. You were a freshman, I think. Because I was a freshman or a sophomore. <clears throat> yeah, because I had uh, Mr. Wagner's <laughs> class. Yeah, we're talking about our teachers back in high school. So anyway, yeah. But um, but I remember sitting in the back of the class playing those games. And Assassin's Creed, I was like, I could never get into it. Mm-hmm. Molly's waving at me from the window. And she can't see you. Well, wave for me. <laughs> but um <laughs> but uh I wonder if I could get my finger stuck in a bottle. Okay, let's not let's no. not, not okay, oh there's a remember the bingo thing we discussed? <laughs> there's referencing popular YouTuber. There you go. There you go. I, I did I did I did name drop and you just I called didn't... me a dick. That doesn't count. That counts. That count. No it doesn't. Dick isn't a swear word. You can say a dick in school. You can? Well if know. it's a guy's a nickname. Yeah. But well, no. the context no. you said, no. Alright, but, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I remember you were super into that, and that was freshman year, and now you're going, it's five years later? Five years later now? What are you guys talking about? Give or take, yeah. Yeah, sure. because now I'm a senior in college, I and I was a junior in high school, so yeah, that would have been five years. Yeah. So now we're sitting here looking at, oh, look, five years from now, we, <laughs> um... We have six games on top of the several others they've released. Mm-hmm. One of which is known for being one of the buggiest pieces of crap ever. It's true. And, yeah, so I'm at this point where I'm like, maybe Assassin's Creed needs to go away for forever. Well, and that's what <laughs> most everyone is thinking, right? I mean, are people still buying? People still like them? I guess Syndicate pretty sold pretty, pretty well, but come yeah. on, you're in London, you have gun, more guns, you got mm-hmm. train fights, you got, it's like an action movie. One sec. Is it mom and dad? Can I say hi? I want to say hi. Let me say hi. Hi, 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 hi. Sorry. I want to say hi. Whoever's listening is probably really confused. So for those of you that don't know, Wyatt lives at home with our parents. Um, he's moving to college here in about a week and a half or two. So Wyatt gets his step away moment for now. You're doing good. You're doing good. I want to say, was that Holly or Molly? That's, That's Molly. Molly. Not Holly. Oh. Holly. Hi, Molly. Holly. Hi. Are you Facebooking or what are you doing? It's face. We do a podcast. Is that on on our internet? It's running off of my phone. Oh. Don't worry, I'm not going to use your guys' stuff. But Skype, you can do Skype, huh? Of course, yeah. <laughs> your guys' internet will work flawlessly. Oh. We're cutting that. We got to cut that out. No, we aren't. <laughs> no, we <laughs> aren't. <laughs> We're not going to cut that. Unedited. Um, right. No, we might. Sorry. But, uh, so yeah, so. Oh, it's a cookie. You don't get one, do you? Okay. I'll get a cookie next week. Mom asked what kind of cookies. And for those of you okay. that don't know, Wyatt and I are going to be in the same place for next week's podcast. Mm-hmm. We will not be streaming that live, as it would take too much of Wyatt's data, and my parents probably would not like us doing that on their internet. So, we'll just be recording that, and I'll upload it video, or upload audio, and potentially video. We don't know if we'll do video next week. But, mm-hmm. yeah. See? So, anyway. Cool. Moving <laughs> on. Are we done with this topic? We're um, Assassin's right? Creed, a.k.a. Ass, ass, creed. Ass, <laughs> ass, in the syndicate. That doesn't really work. 
Alright, we're we, we get the As, point. Assassin's As, Creed as, needs as, to call as, it a day at this point. Assassin's Creed has had some good runs and had some bad runs. It's this thing and whatever, anyway. So yeah. Yeah. That's that, right? Oh they've had their fun. Yeah. time to go. So um in this week's Wyatt's celebrities look like speaking of YouTuber name dropping. This week, Molly, half asleep on the floor, woke up and was like, is that you and Wyatt on TV? And she was watching a Let's Play video from Rooster Teeth featuring Michael and Gavin. And she thought you looked like Gavin, and she thought I looked like Michael with glasses. Uh, you could be right. I don't know. I'm not even wearing my glasses right now. Um, well, right you well, Gavin didn't wear glasses, so we oh, didn't well. need the glasses. I'll see if I can find you the video and send it to you. But that's okay. uh, is this gonna be lookalikes. I guess Are it kind of is because Look last week, last week was uh, PewDiePie. Yeah. Our last time was PewDiePie because oh. we didn't have because one I have last week. headphones now. I have Razor Creek. No. Kraken. The Kraken. Release the Kraken. So anyway, um, I can't Liam Neeson right now. The next thing, are you ready to do this? Are you What's ready next? To yeah, what's next? The next thing we have on our little cute little talking list here is best thing of the week. Best thing of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, thing, just anything. Literally, it could be like like a that lighter right there, or that candle. Well, it's baby. actually two weeks now because it's been a while. But let me reach over this. So, uh, for my um end of the semester, sometimes my boss gives all the employees gifts. And this year, he decided to give us YouTuber books. So, books by YouTubers. Okay. And uh, the one I got was Binge by Tyler Oakley. Okay. So actually, cool. I'm enjoying it a lot. It's really interesting. There's, like, I haven't touched it in about three or four days because I've been busy with moving. But mm -hmm. it's actually pretty good. Um, I don't know. It's interesting. It kind of talks about him getting out of college and kind of sitting there. I'm like, I'm in the same spot. Mm -hmm. And he talks about like what caused him to kind of be like, I'm not going to go for a day job. I'm going to go for this YouTube stuff. So it's kind of, it's kind of an interesting thing. That's definitely one of my things of the week. The other thing of the week is rooster teeth, but we're not going to, why it's going to be like, don't pitch another YouTube channel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's like, a, I think I get like a, like a four across. Almost a bingo. That's <laughs> a reference. But Rooster Teeth, um, I don't know. I've been watching a lot of their uh, RT Life videos. There's one about them all dressing up and going to Chipotle and a warthog. So. Oh, boy. From, yeah, they have a warthog. Oh, my God. Yeah, Rooster yeah. Teeth. Oh, and I'm potentially... Breaking news! I may be applying there after I graduate. Oh. As an event You're coordinator. Maybe. Yes. That's uh, Texas is hot. There's lots of heat there. It's hot and the, yeah, the there's hot. Season. That's exactly like I told Molly. I'm like, I want to go to Texas to work for these guys. And Molly's like, but it's hot and there's spiders <laughs> and snakes. Valid points. She didn't Listen even she didn't even think about the hurricanes. There's hurricanes in Texas? Hurricanes hit Texas. Or at least they get really bad flooding. Oh, okay, that can make sense. I can see flooding. Um, so anyway, yeah. That's your things of the week? That's my things of the Mister week. Teeth and Binge. Some, some other so basically, basically, I'm, basically I'm shoving other YouTubers. Yeah. There you go. That's, that's, that's four, I think. 
I don't know. Anyway, it's cross promotion, Wyatt. It's cross promotion. Maybe I give them a little bit of promotion. They give me a little bit. Who knows? That's true. Actually, let me grab <laughs> my thing of the week. Um, hold on. If you can, you you have to riff for a second on your own this time. So. Well, um, so for those of you that don't know, when Wyatt says you have to riff for your own a while, Wyatt's stupid little tour of his room was uh was him riffing for a second. So, I'm going to tell you, um, I don't know, I don't have any stories right now, but I'm going to pitch, uh, oh yeah, we got pal, <laughs> boom, pal's right here, but oh, Molly is my fiance, and me being the best fiance ever have has failed to get any engagement pictures after being engaged for seven months. That's pretty bad. And that sounds like Mick. Oh, hi, Mick! I don't know what's going on out there. For those of you that don't know, Mick is a little puppy that we were lied yeah, to, so. and they said that he would grow up to be a full-size puppy. So, That's bullshit. Tell stories about this candy bar? No, we're not. No, we're not bringing up that story. That story is horrible. No. How so, back back to the story about Mick. Mick Third. was supposed to be a full-grown dog, oh, and the pastor lied to us. Yeah. And he um, was a short-legged. Yeah. And his name literally means little shit. <laughs> Hi, Mick! <laughs> Mick! Oh, Mick, Mick oh, okay. <laughs> oh, you're pretty. Hi, Mick. He is pretty. Oh, I'm holding the cookie pieces. above the mic or the, the, <laughs> right now. I, I usually have him outside while I'm doing this because I don't want him to disturb everything. I can, tell by, I can tell by how he's licking his lips that yeah. you were trying to engage him with food. <laughs> For those of you that don't know, Wyatt and I are doing this, uh, do this podcast on most episodes, thousands of mi- like a thousand miles away from each other. At least, yeah. Yeah, next week will be the first episode we've ever done in the same room. Yep. It'll probably and be weird. After that, it'll be even farther away from each other. <laughs> to a new place. It'll, pro- well, it'll be about the same distance. Yeah, it's like two hours of plane rides away, so. Instead of hour to Anchorage, hour up, yeah. Okay, it's two and a half hours. Oh, it's okay. an hour so and a half flight from Anchorage to there. Okay, or from Juneau anyway. to Anchorage, but yeah. So yeah, um, back to the thing I was trying to say. Um, I usually keep him outside when I'm recording because I don't want him to mess things up. Um, but then I got a cookie, and so he's been barking <laughs> at the door. <laughs> so he'll be in here. Hopefully, he'll be quiet. Um, Anyway, uh, so yeah. my, back to my back to the our regular scheduled programming. The thing of the week, um, I have been buying a bunch of Blu-rays recently to get like to just have the Blu-rays because they're cool. And I found this on Amazon, and it's the coolest thing ever. Was it? it? Is. Dun, 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 no dun. way! It's Doom Guy. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, it's Doom Guy. Ah, oh, dude. And it's even like in the right stance for like the walking animation he does. Yeah. Um, you mean the really crappy <laughs> walking animation? <laughs> it's super cool. So that's my thing of the week. The fact that that was almost, like, almost sounded exactly like the gunfire sound from Doom is horrifying. You're doing that with your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that's because I'm the best. Um, so yeah, yeah, that was my thing of the week. All right, that cool. Was like 15 bucks on Amazon or something. Totally worth the money. Yeah, alright, cool. So, other topics we got. Um, I think you had some others. Um, There's much more. Laura K. Buzz? 
so yeah, that's a, a little quick news thing that I wanted to write up. Um, so first, actually, we'll do the thing I hate at the end. Um, so the quick news, um, Laura K. Buzz, she is a YouTuber and writer for Destructoid. I um, feel like that name is familiar. Yeah, um, she does a lot of YouTube stuff. She writes for Destructoid and Polygon off and on. She got something in IGN recently. Um, but she's like a writer, YouTuber thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so she did a review for Destructoid <coughs> about the Beginner's Guide. Um, are you familiar with that at all? No. Um, are you familiar with the Stanley Parable? Oh, that book, that game, yeah. I've heard so, about yeah. it, yeah. Davey Redden um, is one of the one of the key developers on the Stanley Parable. I'm not, I don't think he was the only one, but he's one of the, the big players on it. Um, he made a game called The Beginner's Guide. The entire game is about how the main character, which is him, essentially, um, takes this other person's games, puts them together, sort of editorializes around it, and then releases them. Wait, so, what? Yeah, so the whole game is all about how the main character editorializes around a group of someone else's games, sticks them together, you know, talks about them, and releases them. Um, so, and uh, the, the main character is his name, like, it's, it's supposed to be him. So there's been a bunch of drama about, and he's, um, as soon as it released, he said, going radio silence, he's not going to do interviews for a while, um, off Twitter, off Facebook. So everyone's a little bit confused at the moment, whether he's saying that he stole games, and he's, you know, this is him coming out of stealing and or if it's true, if it's fiction, if it's part true, part fiction. Wait, 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 wait. Are you saying that other people create the actual game, and he does the voiceover, and then he releases it as his own? No. Um, he, so he made the whole thing, right? But the story of the game, the narrative of the actual game, is that he, as the developer in the game, of another game, stole this these people's game, this person's game named Coda, and then compiled them into the game that is the game. And then released it. Does that make sense? It's like Inception, except... Kind of. It's me it's meta as all... It is. Holy crap, dude. And that's the thing. So so in the, in, the, in this review by Laura... I don't actually know what her real name is, but the, by Laura, um, she... She had said at the end that she totally understands... Uh, the game's about an hour and a half long, and if you are familiar with the Steam refunds, um, you get two... Hours of playtime before it's unrefundable. Yeah. Um, if you're under those two hours, you can refund it for any any reason. Um, she had said at the end of her review, as kind of like a hand wave um, towards this whole: Did he actually steal these things? Is he, you know, is this him saying that he's a fraud and you know all this stuff? Um, she said that she totally understands some people wanting to refund the game, which like playing through it in under the two hours and refunding it because. They feel awful, you know. Um, basically, she's talking with people who are funding it. They've, you know, they've eaten under the two hours. They say, "Okay, that was that," and be done, refund it. Um, a lot of people on Twitter and uh, you know, destructed readers talk take that to mean that she is okay with people buying the game, playing it, and then refunding it because yeah. to get it for free. Um, um, I did. I, I, I was. I reacted the same way. I really respect her as like a critic and stuff. I'm a really big fan of her work and the stuff she does with Jim Sterling and Gavin, Gavin, whatever his last name is, Miracle of Sound. Um, huh. But um, so then, so then this morning I got up and read all that and watched the video. And um, she explains it farther to be that she's she understands that people have an issue with the possibility that this is more documentary than fiction. That it's more the developer yeah. saying I stole games. This is me stealing games, and that she's okay with people saying, "Wow, I shouldn't give him money." 
and refunding on that principle. Um, there's a point, interesting, yeah. and I wanted to know what you think about that. Okay, so there's a point. I'm going to go about this from a <clears throat> business standpoint. That's what I want. That's yeah, what I so when a purchase is done, it's generally considered a contract between one side to provide some kind of compensation for the other side performing some sort of service. In this case, the service would be Rendon's game and the story accompanied with it and the experience accompanied with it in exchange for the player's money. Mm-hmm. Now, if the here's my issue. If someone didn't like the themes of the game, mm-hmm. that does not justify them backing out of the contract, especially if it's a game that people know going in is going to be less of a game and more of a, I guess, experience. I've used the word experience in two different contexts here. But you know what I mean. But going into it, her saying that is a huge breach of journalistic integrity. That she's basically, she's not saying to refund it because it's a horrible game. She's basically saying to refund it because of moral, I guess, not moral obligations, but like hang-ups upon that concept there. And the fact that it's a, that it can be completed in one hour, ethically, like legally, you can do it. Mm-hmm. Ethically, yeah. I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, it could be... Um, you remember Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, right? Right. Getting into that second mission takes you mm-hmm. 20, 25 minutes tops. If you were to play through those first two under the same rules... You're going to be done with that second mission probably about 30 to 45 minutes into your gameplay session. Okay. But does that make the fact that you don't agree with that one scene the right to just say, no, I'm not going to do it? It's kind of, it's more about is the expression in it the issue or do you understand what I mean? Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I agree and disagree at the same time, I think. Um, so I part pulled of the up thing a really though, extreme example for that. So, so. Yeah, no, and, but that, that works. That, uh, that works. The, though I guess more what I would think she's trying to say is that the game, the game itself, the beginner's guide, the game that you buy off Steam, part of the, the drama with it is that that game might be stolen or at least be compiled of things mm. that are stolen. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's part of the reasoning behind that. But at the same time, I mean, if you buy a movie and it doesn't work, I guess that really doesn't work. It doesn't make sense. No, it's like if I bought a game from Steam that doesn't work with my OS. Like if I right. bought one that doesn't work with Windows 10, which yeah, I have a couple that I've tech. played before that doesn't work with my OS. Mm-hmm. But if I was to say, hey, I need to turn this in, this game does not work as expected, it's not functional within my requirements under the two-hour policy, I would have no guilt saying that. Okay, but so really if, it's more that, yeah. so it's legal either way, but you're saying that you would have, on a moral level, you have an issue with that because, you know, you you entered into a, a contract of, you know, yeah. and money like, for service. If and you I, want the service. Yeah, like if I played a 30-minute game by Pete, like let's say I had spent a dollar on one of PETA's various games that they have, like, uh, let's say... Super Tanuki Suit. Yeah, Super Tanuki Suit, or Pokemon Black and Blue Edition. Okay. Like, either of those, I may not agree with it, 
but I understand the points they're trying to make, and I may not feel comfortable with some of the things they're saying in that, but it's the... I did put forth the money... I did enter this kind of knowing that I knew that there would be issues that I may not agree with. When you enter in and you play a game, for example, we're going, we could talk about the Grand Theft Auto V torture scene, mm-hmm. okay. and we could talk about... Um, the uh what happens with um sorry i'm just looking at my games to think of other examples mm-hmm. but yeah. uh what sometimes happens in darkest dungeon when people start to panic and there starts mm-hmm. to be more mental issues coming into play in that game or even i guess you could mention did you ever play spec ops the line spec yeah spec well i haven't played it but spec ops oh. the line some mm-hmm. of the very infamous scenes with the white phosphorus in particular there are some very Video games are getting to the point where they're starting to evaluate some very, very, very heavy things. Mm. Like, I mentioned the Modern Warfare 2 airport scene, right. which is like one of the biggest scenes ever in video games that, recently. That yeah. was like 2009 or something. That was, that yeah, that was ago. six years ago. That was a huge, like, big... That made everyone lose their mind. We could go back to, like, hot coffee and stuff like that. <laughs> oh my goodness. But, like, you could go back to, like, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, Hot mm-hmm. Coffee. There's things in the games that... Can offend you, right? That, like, will, that will offend you. Like, oh, honestly, oh, if someone yeah. goes through the torture scene in Grand Theft Auto V and does not feel at least a little repulsed that in the game it's ordered by the government to do this... Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but it's kind of messed up. Things on the internet... Are things in the games sometimes are meant to satirize, like that particular instance was, like the developers mm-hmm. have come out and said, this was not meant to just be gratuitous violence, this is meant to satirize kind of how the government will go about homeland security things. Um, right. And the airport scene, how sometimes people, when they go undercover, they do some pretty bad things. Mm-hmm. It's... Yeah, we're not going to talk about Hawk Coffee. They didn't have any justification. It was just some code that was in there that they left. But just in general, it's the fact that you're going into this, and maybe maybe he stole it. Or mm-hmm. maybe he got permission from the developers. It doesn't say either way. Right. But the storyline is such a big deal in this game. Right. And According to, in the game, it, he repeats that it's like, this person does not develop anymore. They haven't developed since 2011. Okay. Is what I've seen in a lot of the reviews. They bring up that point. That Rendon, or in the game, there's mentions of them not having developed since 2011. So it's a very good question of why, like, if people are going to buy this game, they need to go into it knowing that this is the content that they're going to be running into. Right. It's on the consumer to figure out if they're going to in, or if they want to fork forward the cash for this. Like mm-hmm. if I went in and I bought a let's say the next game I want to buy and this is fact, the next game I want to buy and try is Rainbow Six Siege. Because okay. what I've seen, it looks badass. But if I got porno when I bought that game instead of the actual game, mm-hmm. that's not You'd fair. You'd be really happy. But like, that's, that's perfect. Then. No. It's a great transfer of sale. <laughs> no, yeah. that's not... But you know what I mean. 
No, I get what you're saying. Yeah. But if I walked in, I got Rainbow Six Siege, and I had issues with the fact that there are depictions of hostages in the room with terrorists around them, that would be that would be on me because Rainbow Six is known for anti-terror hostage situations, bomb situations. It's very much people need to know what they're getting into. And that's why I think reviewers are a good thing. But also when things like this come up where she's like, I'm guessing people are probably going to return their money because of some of the content in this game. That's, that's not cool. And we've been on this for like 10, 15 yeah, minutes, yeah, but it's not, it's not very cool. It's not ethical at all. I think honestly, that's horrible. Um, News. My turn to throw some news at you. Unless oh, wait, you want to comment I, on that. I yeah. A, I want a closing comment here. Yeah. Um, that I understand what you're saying, and I agree with part of it, though I don't I don't know if I'd say that it's necessarily unethical. I think it's a more complicated issue than just that is ethical, that isn't ethical. But I, I give you yeah. saying, and I think that is a valid point and a, a valid uh, point of view. So Okay, anyway. Alright, on so, to something else. My news. Um this last week. Uh, actually, we're going to go back to October when Rock Band 4 came out. Okay. Um, to a lot of controversy because they got rid of several keystone things like practice mode. Mm -hmm. And the there's no more tutorials. There's only tutorials for the new freestyle guitar solos. Okay. And there's no online, which in any game nowadays is a deal breaker for the most part. Mm. Well... Okay. Okay, Rock Band used to have a very no. active online scene. And yeah. the issue now is that everything has to be on the same Xbox or same PS4. This last week, they released a... Uh, they started releasing surveys asking about what online features people liked from the past of Rock Band. So, Rock Band players out there... We may be getting online play soon, which is going to be great because I'm going to be able to smash someone's face into the ground on brutal mode. <laughs> the end. That's, That's it. Good. That's it. I'm okay. excited about that. And That's Rainbow good. Six Siege looks like looks badass. It's cool. I think it looks interesting. Um, I'm probably not going to buy it because I don't have that kind of money at the moment. But, I'm going to uh, buy it when I get that kind of money. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, so anyway, yeah. Next thing. Um, this will be one of our last couple points on this. Yeah. I think we're getting we're getting pretty time. close, yeah. but we could go over like yeah. We just say we'll an hour, but like we could go hour and a half. We could go five hours, but I no one would care, listen man. five hours. <laughs> so anyway, um, look at Kojima. my fields. <laughs> Kojima has officially left Konami um, and starting up Kojima Productions. I wrote Kojima Productions 2.0, but um, it's just Kojima Productions. Okay. Okay. Again. So, so what do you think? I saw this. And one thought jumped into my head. Uh -huh. The era of Silent Hill may be over, mm -hmm. but could we get something so, like, could he reskin PT and then push it out, like, push a full version to us? Because I never got to play PT. And mm -hmm. by the time I was like, I'm going to play PT, I heard, oh, look, they took PT off every online store. <laughs> yeah, they did. Well, I mean, it was only on PlayStation Network. But, uh, well, yeah, but at this point... They took it off that, so it technically is, you know. But now, like, I don't know if Kojima held the rights to Silent Hill or... or but if there's still possibility for that uh, connection between Del Toro mm -hmm. 
and Kojima. Well, yeah, why it's just like nerd boner. No, okay, um, finish your thing. Then between Kojima and Del Toro, from what I've seen of video footage from that game, what's mm-hmm. there's another one that's coming out that's basically like a spiritual predecessor to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, they yeah, yeah, sorry. it's a fan made basically PT two, mm-hmm. but um. If we can get that Kojima, I never really got into the whole, uh, what's it called? Um, Metal Gear? I never really got into any of the Kojima games. I did mm-hmm. try Metal Gear, but like maybe we could go back to that original where it was a lot less action-y and a lot more stealthy mm-hmm. when Metal Gear Solid first came out. Because I remember right. playing VR missions, and then we found out we could sneak, mm-hmm. and then that game became so easy because... Mm-hmm. It wasn't designed to be played run and gun, and we didn't know that. So I think if we could go back to the roots of what made Metal Gear great, of what made um, Silent Hill apparently has kind of gotten a little bloated over the years, yeah. up until this newest uh, PT, if we could go back to what makes it great, which is atmosphere, 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 mm-hmm. I'm excited to see what Kojima could do with being out from under the thumb of Yu-Gi-Oh. I mean, Konami. So, yeah, that's that's a good point. Um, though I doubt he has any rights to, to anything that he was working on while he was there. Well, the, well here's pretty, the thing. Uh, he doesn't need to have the rights. He right. he was the develop, like he was the director behind it. He can be yeah. like, alright, this is what we're going to do. We're going to take the best elements from this and diffuse it back down and start these new franchises Mm-hmm. Kind of like uh, the whole Dark Souls, Demon Souls, Bloodborne thing. Right. Where, like, there was this progression between these three franchises now mm-hmm. that kind of, like, built, like, would get too overblown by, like, Dark Souls, or was it, yeah, Dark Souls 2, and everyone was like, this is a little too overblown. But then we have mm-hmm. Bloodborne, which is, like, everyone's saying this is back to the basics. Bring it right back, yep. And now we yeah. got Dark Souls 3 coming out, mm-hmm. Let's point. let's not talk about that. <laughs> yeah. So. But so anyway, yeah, that's that's a good. Point. That's that's a big thing I'm seeing right now. The possibility that we could be. That Konami. Cool. They put out some games. Metal Gear Solid Five. I played the Phantom Paint or the. Uh, was it the Ground Zero or the Zero Mission or whatever it is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ground Zeroes. Mm-hmm. Basically, their demo of it and their dollar teaser demo. Oh, I got it for free through PlayStation Plus. Oh, oh that works better. <laughs> but um, I thought it played great. It was fun. It was. It felt a little actiony. The fact that I run, I decided to run and gun through the entire first mission. Okay. Like mm-hmm. it was nothing, and it worked. <laughs> but um, I really think that we could be seeing a new, like. I know I'm going to sound bad for saying this, but after the success of Five Nights at Freddy's and stuff, I think we could see a new revolution in the atmospheric horror game rather than the survival horror. Right. So more like... Because Five Nights at Freddy's, if you think about it, is all atmosphere. It's all about anticipating something that scares you, but not like having it happen once a game. You have it happen Mm -hmm. once a game. And that's right. at the end of Five Nights at Freddy's when you die. But everything else is you just sitting there like, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. And that scares me more than like, oh look, a wall of zombies charging at me. Right, right. 
And yeah. I think Resident Evil 6 has lost sight of that. If we could get Resident, whoever the main creator behind Resident Evil is to kind of break off from Capcom, I think we might be good. Yeah, and that's an interesting, interesting way to look at things. Um, the only thing, as far as I understand, the only thing he's announced about his next game is that it's going to be <clears throat> edgy. So, Why does he have to use the word edgy? You know, you know, uh, I would have said that, but then I watched the interview. And uh, he's got like this, like facial, like a little bit of a five o'clock shadow thing going on. I gotta admit, like that is a handsome man with five o'clock shadow. I'm impressed. A Japanese guy with five o'clock. Look it up, man. You'll you'll be impressed. You'll you'll question yourself a little bit, but uh, you know. So Kojima. Yeah, right. Kojima. Um. So anyway, yeah, like that's that's. Uh, oh, dude. Don't have to do on that. Right. Dang. Right? Yeah. See. Yeah. I mean. Molly, get get Molly over here. See what she thinks. <laughs> we'll do that later. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah, um, I never really got into the Metal Gear Solid stuff. Um, I tried to play them on the PS Vita when I got it. They're fine. They're not my cup of tea, I guess. But I think like the old school Metal Gear Solids, getting yeah, back to that could be great. Yeah, like, I got VR missions. I play that a lot actually. It's it's a good game. Like for yeah. it's basically a demo. But right. um, it's a it's a it's a very good little uh, like, teaser. puzzle yeah. stealth thing. It's good. But, um, yeah, so I think that's actually, um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it for Kojima. Yeah, and then we I talked, don't have much else to say, so. Well, and then the last note why it has is uh, Star Wars. Just says Star we'll, Wars. Yeah, we'll, uh, <laughs> so it broke opening day box office records, and for those of you that don't know, we are filming this approximately 36 mm -hmm. hours after the release of Star Wars. Mm -hmm. um, but we are not going to watch it until next week. Next week. I'm going to see it twice, I think, next week. What? Um, I've got a, a good friend here in Bethel that I'm, uh, she she wants to see it, so, but she hasn't seen any other movies, so we're going to get together and watch 4, 5, 6, and then at some point we're going to watch 7. Who? And I'm going to watch it with you Who guys. And so Who I'm going to see it twice, and then that'll be a cheap theater. Cheap Why? Theater. Who is this? That's a friend. Who is it? Somebody. We'll talk when you get here. You don't need to, you don't need to stick your head in my bed. It's not that kind of friend. So just calm your calm your roll there. It is a lady. She's my friend. If you guys want to see some very confusing tweets with not much context, you should follow Wyatt on Twitter. Oh well, we'll, we'll get to my my plug at the end for that one. But okay, so um, I do have some <laughs> questions on Star yeah. Wars. All right, let's do it. Talk about. So I need to know what your favorite character that no longer exists from Star Wars is. Um, just for context, um, everything, all extended universe, excluding. The uh, Lucas produced Clone Wars miniseries that, that took place between two and three, and the six main movies are all no longer canon. All extended universe, most of the games, as well as all the books, comics, everything, Dude, no longer canon. All of Delta Squad. No. Oh, that they they still exist. So oh, what? Sorry, I Delta Squad still exists. Yes. Um. So. For those Post of you that don't know, I'm talking about Delta Squad as in Republic Commando, yes. the shooter that, honestly, if it had gotten more hype and was not attached to Star Wars, could have killed Halo. I don't know if it would have killed Halo, but it it's definitely have, a very It could have put a big dent. And if they had co-op. Perfect transitional game between Halo and the newer Rainbow Six games. Or the newer Tom Clancy shooters. You know what? That actually works a lot better. Yeah, it is. It's perfect. Because it's it, more it takes, tactical. It is, and it's squad based, but, it's, but it still has that really fast run and gun feel, kind of exactly. that Halo has. And it does. And you also have a wimpy jump. 
But anyway, it's, it's fun to just like bulldoze your way through that game. Just like yeah. run so, and never stop shooting. <laughs> so they still exist. Um, everything, as far as I understand, um, most of the games that take place during the one through six still yeah. exist and still happened. Though after that, clean slate, we're certain brand new. Kyle Katarn doesn't exist, which is my biggest grievance. Uh, why? Jedi Outcast, Jedi Outcast Two. Or sorry, no, Jedi Knight One and Jedi Knight Two, Jedi Outcast. Um. I'm going to say Academy because I don't really mm. know anything else outside the... I didn't play a ton of the Star Wars games for the right. story. Like, I really yeah. enjoyed the action because it was different than first-person shooter action mm -hmm. most of the time. Star Wars. Lightsaber, man. Yeah, you got, like... Jedi Academy still has some of, like, the coolest battles in multiplayer I've ever seen. Because mm -hmm. you'll, yeah. like, switch... So, for those of you that don't know, Jedi Academy has a multiplayer mode where based... Oh, actually, I think it's, like, the entire Jedi Knight series has it. Mm -hmm. where, uh, and Dark, it Dark Forces, but... Dark Forces had... Mm -hmm. But it's, uh, basically Dark a... just that shooting, I think. You kind of... Nope, you could have sword... You could have lightsabers and force powers. Really? Yeah. But basically, you have a certain number of points, and you use them to invest basically kind of like you would in a sports game to upgrade your characters. You invest mm -hmm. them into different uh, skills that you can use. And then you basically beat the crap out of each other with lightsabers, guns, and force powers. And the yeah. fact that you could switch between lightsabers, guns, and force powers it's made it awesome. so intense. Like, And in Jedi Academy, you get these huge maps and up to like 8 mm -hmm. or 16 players on them. I think it's 16. But, like, when you would play against, like, eight bots, you're just, like, everything is so chaotic because there's, like, lightning, 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 mm -hmm. lightsabers, lightning, lightning, lightsabers, lightning, Not lightsabers. Not to mention, it's also based on the Quake 3 engine. So it's so fast array. Most of the controls are all super tight. You can do quick stuff. It's it's Double taps game. to dodge and stuff. That's unreal. No, I thought you were able to double tap to, like, do side dodges and that. Like, no. somersaults, oh, oh, maybe. You cartwheels, might be right. yeah. I know you can do, there's special stuff they added, but, uh. I thought you were talking about Quake. Never mind. No, Scratch but that. Yeah. that but that game was really. I feel Kyle Katarin probably, but yeah. I don't know I mean, a bunch outside that. He's, yeah, he, going on the the continuity of the the two three games that he's in, he's a uh, an interesting character. That, I mean, he's nothing super special, but he's he's cool. He's cool. Ooh, or Mission from uh, Knights Sweet. of the Old Republic. I actually don't know if they still exist or not. Um, but yeah, yeah this would be cool. Yeah. But that's that's kind of it as far as my knowledge of characters. Right. Yeah. But um so, yeah, that's, good. that's that's Star Wars. Um so have you heard so it's kind of been funny with uh this Star Wars. We're mm -hmm. definitely over that hour we were looking at, but I don't care. Yeah. It's this is this is good conversation. So we're gonna talk about the um the boycott Star Wars seven. Do you do you Ooh. hear about all that? What? I need to cut somebody? No, boycott... Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm going to cut somebody. The boycott Star Wars 7, you hear about that? No, I haven't heard anything about it yet. Okay, so boycott Star Wars 7 was a bunch of people were angry that... Uh, I think it's Finn? Yeah, Finn. Okay. Mm -hmm. Finn was African-American. Mm -hmm. We have... The oh. only white person out of the main three is the female lead. Oh, wait, maybe I didn't hear about that. I heard about... um. You have... Was, uh, Finn is African-American, or yeah. African-American. John Boyega. Then you have... um One of the other guys is Hispanic or Latino? You talking about Oscar Isaacs? I think, yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. I and then no you have the leading lady, who is the only white person part of the main cast. Okay. Well, I so, mean, not but, counting. So, about two months ago, there was a big thing on Twitter with the hashtag Boycott Star Wars 7, where we literally sat and watched racist, sexist people be like, hey, you are committing white genocide. We are, yes, it's a term. Don't don't even get me started on that. Wait, you have to racially define genocide? Can't it just be genocide? No, it's like white, like erasing white people from culture. I'm like, there's a white woman right there. What's what's your issue with this? Really? Yes. Have you looked up oh. Boycott Star Wars 7 yet? No, I haven't. I had heard that uh, they did a panel recently, the last couple of days, and there were... There was a group of students that were um, not happy that there weren't any plans to have Asian characters. Okay, no, well... That's what that was about, but that's different, I guess. I think they're kind of, No, Boycott Star Wars 7 was a bunch of racist people okay, being see. like, hey, there's no white male characters in the lead. And I'm like, dude, you got Han Solo. Shut up. Yeah, you have the three original cast. They're all white. Yeah, you got Han they're Solo and stuff. Like, I bet they're all Republicans. <laughs> I don't know about Harrison Ford. I don't know. Oh, come on. Harrison, Harrison Ford. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's kind of my funny thing about that. But it's reemerged with the debut of the uh, movie. Not as bad, but yeah. So I think we're kind of seeing something interesting with this series. And also, speaking of white people, or uh -oh. people of European descent... Or European origin. We're going to just say European people. Okay. Star Wars Rogue One. Have you heard who they recruited for the movie? Uh, actors or director? New actors. Actually, potentially extras. Mm -hmm. They have recruited 40 members of the British military to act as extras in the backgrounds. That's a good idea. And apparently, that's... according to an anonymous source... The background scene involves a large intergal or intergalactic conflict. So, that may mean that there's going to be a big space fight in which the pilots are actually military pilots. That's a good idea. That also means, right, that we get good guy British people in the space movie? Is that a possible thing? Like, think about it. British people have always been bad in space movies. Think of one British guy that was good in a space movie. Even Irish people. Can't. Khan was Benedict Cumberbatch. Batch. Batch. Snatch. <laughs> That's all I can think of as far as British people in space movies. Guy. Who else is there? Yeah. Everyone well, in, he's a bad guy. Empire. Everyone in the Empire is British, mostly. <laughs> yeah, everyone in the all Empire is officers. British. Yeah. Um. Wow. Like the bad guys in uh, Lockout. I saw that recently. Um, I thought they were uh, Irish, yeah. Scottish. Things. Well, yeah, it's because, yeah, no. I mean... But, yeah, I see what you mean, like, we're going to have... Well, we don't know if they're going to be good guys. We just know they're recruited for the movie. Okay, yeah, that's a good point. So they may but be both possible. bad guys and good guys. It's possible. That we have a British good guy in a sp mm -hmm. base sci-fi movie. Mm -hmm. Other than Attack on the Block and stuff like that. Attack the Block, Attack which also starred John Boyega. Yes, that's Oops. why I brought that one up. <laughs> one of my favorite... Wait, actors. John Boyega's British. He's a good guy in this one. Oh, but he's probably not going to be British in the show, in the movie. I'm talking about, like, British, like... We'll see. Actors. We haven't heard him talk in any of the advertisements. We'll see. It's true. Um, 
Some people already know. People are already laughing at us. As we're recording this, they're like, ha, we already know. Yeah. People have started posting spoilers online. I've been tempted to look online, but I'll I'm like, no. Kick the shit out of them. The only one I've seen up. is one about Finn, but it doesn't even really involve, like, any spoiling. It doesn't make sense why they would consider a spoiler, because he's a stormtrooper. It makes sense why that would be that, but... I don't want to hear it. I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to get flagged for uh, spoiling a show, spoiling a movie. Uh, we're... I'll reach to the screen and hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that's Star Wars. Mm -hmm. That's pretty that much Star Wars. Um, Can't wait to see it. Can't wait to see it again. Hopefully I like it. Yeah. And we'll watch it so. next week, and we might work together mm -hmm. on that review. Um, okay. Let me see. So we got the podcast. We're just going to talk about scheduling. So next week, we have a special podcast, which is going to be me and Wyatt actually sitting in the same room. Who knows? We might play a game together for the podcast if we'll there's see. nothing newsworthy, no, or we might uh, – yeah, I don't know. Odds uh, are we'll do yeah. the podcast normal and then also do other stuff, I would think. Yeah. Um, basically, we have – we might release a special episode of the podcast aside from the regular episode that's uh, just right. us being stupid. Yeah. And we might have Molly on that. I don't know. Oh yeah, we should we should definitely do that. But um, I got this what? thing you guys gotta play with me. Okay. We'll probably maybe we'll get my friend here to play it too. Yeah. We'll all play together. But next week we have the special edition of the podcast, which is going to be both of us in the same room for the first time. And then the second, yeah, we'll be able to have a podcast because I get back on the first, the ninth. So we are currently four weeks away from the official. I guess we've had an official release of HiccupPresents.com and the website, but currently we are on hiatus for the Christmas break while we reevaluate some of the numbers we got. We've already chopped one of our shows. This is kind of a weekly update. We've chopped one of our shows. Uh, College 101 will not be returning when we fire the channel back up in January. There we go. Because uh, College 101 had very little response and no feedback whatsoever when I reached out for it. So, um, but yeah, we'll be coming back with, on the 15th hard, we'll be coming back with a Hiccup Presents News. Hopefully we'll have some Let's Plays stockpiled from uh, when I was in Bethel. Because those are going to take more editing now, since I'm now using a, here's another stamp for your card, white, a more rooster teeth approach, where we record everything and then we mix it together. <laughs> But I already got a rooster teeth. So yeah, you already got that. your rooster teeth stamp. So um, and expect some more. Uh, expect some more Shep six eight nine style vlogs. For <laughs> why I'll, I'll count that. I count Why it's got bingo for me on uh, YouTube references. Mm -hmm. So wait, what what do you have? You had the rooster teeth, Tyler Oakley, Shep mm -hmm. six eight nine. What else? That's only three, dude. Uh, you mentioned... Oh, I mentioned the PewDiePie lookalike. Yeah. That's four. Yeah. And then you get the free space, which is... Yeah, free space. Okay. I also mentioned Laura K. Buzz, who's a big YouTuber, and Jerm Sterling earlier. But so, but you yeah. mentioned those, not me. Yeah, so that doesn't really count. And you so. didn't use them in a comparative fashion to anything we do. I did. It was journalistically. God, shut up. <laughs> All right. So, so, yeah, so that's our schedule. We're coming back on the 15th with a vengeance. Uh, we may have... We'll have Hiccup Presents the News and Let's Plays on regular rotation on our channel. Uh, we'll still be updating the website. We'll still be updating the website for a while. Uh, Wyatt is a pansy. For those of you that don't know, he just walked away because of the dog. Wyatt's a beautiful person. Um, uh, 
Yeah, I'm on a diet. That's why we keep the dog out of the room. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, yeah, Wyatt and I are going to keep putting stuff up for the website between here and there. But fifteenth. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, fifteenth at noon. We'll well fifteenth at six p.m. We'll be doing Hiccup Presents News, and that'll be the startup of, I guess, full season one of anything we do. Because right now we're we just finished piloting. And keep an eye out. Um, we'll be releasing some pilots from time to time, and we'll be sharing those and trying to get your guys' opinion on that. Because we want to try things out and see what you guys want to see. But we're also going to make stuff that we like. So you may see some random videos of me like messing with Vaughn and stuff. You don't know <laughs> Vaughn. You guys haven't met any of the additional characters that we'll have since I'm in a new building. And I'm in my new room. But yes. Okay. And then um, as far as written content, um, we did miss last week on my uh, weekly alternating columns. I didn't have anything of note to write about. But last this week, week I'm coming back. Yeah. Um, there's going to be a, coming uh, probably Monday morning, um, there will be a Wyatt Reviews of Dope. I finally saw it, and it's... it's dope? Good. Is it dope? It's dope. It's almost super dope, but it's just normal dope. Um, <laughs> and then next week, of course, we will be coming hard with Star Wars. We're doing the Star Wars on the cheap theater. So look forward to that. Um, outro time? What? Outro time. Oh, yeah. Are we out? So, okay. for those of you guys that want to keep track of what we're doing, go to Go Search Hiccup Presents on YouTube, and we'll be pretty close. Actually, I think we're at the top of that if you search that. It'll show our channel there. Um, or if you search Hiccup Presents on Google, we actually hold the top seven spots and have so many pictures of us. Yes. So, if you search... Uh, <laughs> Sorry. If you search uh, Hiccup Presents on Google or you go to hiccuppresents.com, we'll be able to get you guys connected to our YouTube and to our website and to our podcast. Uh, Twitter, Wyatt's handle is really annoying because it uses a lot of numbers. If you're looking for me, search I underscore am underscore Hiccup on Twitter. Well, his is leaked stuff, so... But if you search uh, I underscore am underscore Hiccup, you can follow me. If you search Hiccup Presents on Twitter, that will get you to the official show or to the official channel Twitter feed. Why would you like to try to describe your Twitter handle? <coughs> so um, if you want to get a hold of me and follow what I do, I have a website, um, kkneckgames.com, where I develop and write a lot about developing games. Um, C-A-K-E-N-E-Q dot C-O-M, like computer um if you want to follow what i do on twitter um i have a hint handle where i tweet all the time about all kinds of stuff um it is at wy477 wh173 um you can follow me i do all kinds of stuff sometimes i swear a lot sometimes i don't swear at all it's a real toss-up i'm also on facebook um if you go to facebook and look up kick games c-a-k-e-n-e-q games all right games yeah. You can find my stuff. Um, yeah, so check it out. And now Have it's fun. time for a surprise segment that Wyatt doesn't know about. <clears throat> it's called Embarrassing Tweets of the Week. Oh, shit. Let's see what it is. <laughs> Let's go with it. Mom, um, I just huh? saw it. I saw it yesterday. On, Where is it? Where'd on, it go? What you got? What you got, bro? You, on, bro? you kept on tweeting after you tweeted this last night. Mom, bro. And this on, is misspelled, but on, bro. just on, bro. chose coding tonight over probable sex. Oh. Ooh, Am I a point. real programmer? My real programmer now. 
Yes. And with that, we're going to leave you guys. Have a great day. Thanks for stopping by. It's a bad place to leave. Have a good day.